0: Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 a ticket and the ticketfm.com. Now, here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right, welcome into Fitness Fanatics. I am Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. If you guys ever want to join the show, start at Hammond Text Line, 402-464-5685. We got Jeff and Nicole. They're streaming in remote today. We'll bring them in. Guys, how's it going? We're doing
1: good. It's
2: going great. This is our first time with the Fitness Fanatics on the road. Yep. So we're pretty excited. I hope I I Mm -hmm. I can get some people to do some push-ups later today to try to earn some ticket swag (laughs) if we get some out here at some point which i think we will so uh so we are live Mm -hmm. from the annual nebraska builders home and garden show at the sand hills global event center admission at the door is ten dollars for adults or eight dollars if you bring a non-perishable food item kids under 12 years old get in for free the show is open today from 10 to 3 so if you're Looking for something to do before the Super Bowl? Come on out and see us out here at the Sand Hills Global Event Center. Uh, hopefully, we can see some of our members, our fans, if you want to come and, and jump on fans. with us. Fans? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's.
1: Listeners. There's listeners. Okay. Fans, but I, think, I don't think we need to go that far. Super fans. <laughs> listeners I mean, I is a, enough.
2: I'm expecting there to be a line of people just down, <laughs> down the. I mean, just outside the door to come meet us. Okay. All right. Well, it is <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Harrison, what are your what are your thoughts about the Super Bowl today?
0: 49ers. 49ers, 49ers. I think <laughs> um one of the things I was going back, I didn't realize KC's been in four of the last five Super Bowls. Oh, geez, so they're been, like I was kind of going back, it's like you you obviously understand Kansas City Chiefs, Mahomes, Andy Reid, it's quite the run they've had, but four of the last five and the last time 49ers were in the Super Bowl They're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, so a bit of a revenge game here. Um, The odds right now, they're pretty close. It's 49ers, if you want to double down. Really think they're going to win. It's about negative 120. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they're plus 100. So not a whole lot in Vegas in terms of a blowout. They think it's going to be a pretty close game according to their eyes. I'm thinking the same thing. I gave my score out earlier, but we'll give that for the end there. So
2: Mm -hmm. when the Chiefs played the Ravens, I thought the Ravens had the better team but the Chiefs had the best player and the best coach. And I think that's what's going to happen today also. It's mm-hmm. so hard to bet against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid when outside of Tom Brady, Mahomes' only loss in the playoffs is an overtime to Joe Burrow. So <laughs> tough to bet against him. So I, I always do the, the, the Scott Frost, if, if I had to put my – family, my house, everything on the line and pick a winner. I'm going to take the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid until I see differently.
1: Well, that that's convenient Well, just, <laughs> once the game is started.
2: <laughs> well, no, until it actually happens. Well, right? sure. It's where they lose. Now, the yeah. Super Bowl that they did lose. You know, that was I was on Tampa Bay's home field. That, that was the whole COVID year. It was just kind of the whole season was just kind of a yeah type of thing but um, obviously we're excited to watch we also have women's basketball today at noon yes. down at pba uh we're more it, excited it, about that honestly in our Hayden, family iowa hawkeyes <laughs> coming to pba and and i think i don't know i i, I know some people that have sold their tickets um, for a lot of money mm-hmm. 600 bucks 2200 bucks like and I don't think Nebraska fans are paying $2,200 for tickets, right?
0: Yeah. No, not, not probably not $2,200.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's going to be an interesting crowd. It'll be interesting
2: to see how many Iowa fans show up for Probably this, a lot. I think they're the ones paying top dollar for these tickets, hope, hoping to see uh, Caitlin Clark break the all-time women's basketball scoring record. Uh, yeah.
0: She always seems to have these record games – when Nebraska's on the schedule. So hopefully it's a good game for Nebraska. Uh, take care of business. 12 o'clock. It does feel like the women's team, they're getting a little bit of momentum back too. They're kind of in that same wavelength in terms of the guys go when it comes to getting close to that postseason play. Just need to put some together. Um, obviously, if you can get one against Iowa, you're feeling pretty good about making winning a few more to try to lock yourself into postseason play. But... I mean, it's an opportunity. You get Iowa at the very minimum. That's a huge opportunity for them. So definitely, shout out to the girls. Hopefully, they can get it done and give Caitlin Clark uh, would just be a really good feel-good win for everyone here in Huskerland.
2: Well, especially since they've never beaten her. In <laughs> four yeah. years. so that would be wonderful. Her and a lot of <laughs> other schools. The yes. the, the
0: woman's like, there's a lot of schools that would love to get one on Iowa.
2: Yeah. Uh. So what else? Oh, so Ferrells, we announce. Our mm-hmm. national champions for the national challenge. Uh, Lance Farrell was actually out at the Yankee Ridge Farrell's location this week and presented Mark Onweiler with his $10,000 check as he officially was announced the winner of for the men's side for the national challenge. So it was just a pretty cool moment for Mark, for us, and for those that have listened to the Fitness Fanatics, Mark started – Producing our show right out of the get-go, mm-hmm. I don't know if he just got like the the short straw and had to. That's that, what he said. Yeah, the one that came in on a Sunday to because <laughs> we were kind of the pilot Sunday show for the ticket. We were like the only show.
0: It was you
1: and
2: uh, you and Pancake. Pancake. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just us. Uh, so I think he got the short the short straw and had to come in and produce that <laughs> at nine o'clock. But uh, almost two years later. That, you know, his his uh, fitness, lifestyle change, and mm-hmm. kind of every uh, everything that he's gone through in the last 22 months. Um, it was pretty cool to see Lance come in and, and give Mark that big check and announce him as the winner. So that was really cool. It's Lincoln, Nebraska's second National Challenge winner since they've been doing this, which I believe is like 12 years <clears throat> now that they've been giving out i don't know never, how long it. Well, missed, we've never had maybe. a winner so yeah maybe <laughs> we, we we've, really had
1: we've, we've had, had close we've had some close that's close ones, ones.
2: yep uh, we also big shout Exciting. out to our other participants that finished in the top 10 we actually had uh aj leach from the metal lane gym finished in the top five of the national challenge and kane olson finished in the top 10 for the men so out of all the participants nationwide in this national challenge lincoln nebraska had three in the top 10 for best transformations for the men for the men and then we had kirsten olson who's kane's wife she finished in the top 10 for the national challenge as well so mm-hmm. just amazing changes the uh the female winner was tina mcnamara from hudson wisconsin which We'll be working on getting her on our show here in the next couple of weeks, too, because her, her story and change was phenomenal. I mean, pretty much
1: anybody's is going to be when you're, you know, going for something like that. So I feel like there's a lot of people that have, because we've had Kane on and mm-hmm. Kirsten and AJ. So.
2: Yep, so th- yeah. that, that was announced this week, so it was pretty cool. Um what else do we have to talk about here in this first? Segment? I don't know. You I know. thought
1: you were going to talk about football longer. That was like the shortest segment of football. I mean, we could do
2: our quick, uh, <laughs> our our mock draft. Your Bears the, check our, in. Our weekly Bears check in because after. Why
1: did you just pull something out of your pocket? Well, that was the the stats. Okay. Right? He has a draft list. <laughs> just, the mock draft I list in his pocket. to be, no. <laughs> I, like, I don't have my Mel doing? Kiper mock draft, but <laughs> at about
2: nine thirty tonight. Your after the Super Bowl is over, <clears throat> all eyes of the NFL world turns to the Chicago Bears. Well, that is true. For the second year in a row, the Bears are on the clock. And really, I mean, who cares about the Super Bowl anyway? It's all about the offseason <laughs> here in Nebraska and in Chicago. Harrison, any, any uh, what are your thoughts here on the Bears? And, you know, you've seen some rumblings. and
0: I think, I think they're keeping fields. I think they're gonna keep so. Justin Fields. I thought for sure they were gonna get rid of him, but as we get closer to it, it just the more I hear from Poles and Crew and Evaflues, it just it feels to me like they're actually not gonna go ahead and do what I thought they were gonna do. Um, it looks like they're gonna go ahead and keep get rid of that pick, get some assets, trade down, and go ahead and build around fields. That's that's the way I'm kinda of reading the tea leaves right now. What are you thinking?
1: Um <laughs> depends on the day it depends on the day (laughs) do you think that
0: well first things first we got to get to are they trading him or are they going to keep him because you can't really figure out anything else until you got that figured out
2: well Mm -hmm. we talked last week just briefly before we were cut off for a break by Nicole (laughs) um, just a little bit about you did I'm kind of leaning towards drafting a new quarterback starting the 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 money over the clock over after watching CJ Stroud the half of the season he did with what i in my opinion he has less weapons than justin fields has uh also watching lamar jackson and the afc championship game chiefs pretty much put the book out on him yeah he but he, he did,
0: I, i'll push back on that I, that was I, I, they didn't they didn't <laughs> play to necessarily towards lamar's favor either well, that felt like what the bears have been doing justin fields in the past couple of seasons where it's like here's an offense that just doesn't work with you i well, thought they could have Beat the Chiefs. I thought it was just a bad game plan. I don't think I'm not gonna put that all on Lamar. I thought Lamar was good enough this season where he could have been in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah.
2: And, well, and and you remember when when we played the Packers there week 18 and the Packers defensive players they said, well, what what, what was the game plan to stop the Bears? And they said, I'll just make him play quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just keep him in the pocket. That's our game plan. Make him make decisions, and we all we saw how that went. Yeah. So I'm more in the camp of of just. Moving on. Oh, man. But we'll see. It, regardless, right? When Bears will fans, that have happened? Like, if Oh, I mean. Quickly? I, no, it won't be quickly. Oh. It'll be we'll, – we'll be hearing all kinds of things for the next three months. And whatever the Bears decide to do, Harrison, guess what? We're still going to cheer for him.
0: Yeah. So would you want <laughs> Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Jaden Daniels? Which, which one of those mm. seems like the fit?
2: <clears throat> you know, according to all the, the experts out there – Caleb Williams is one of the top QB prospects to come out of college. Him, Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, you know, so it's like, well, just take your chance on him, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a little gun shy on another North Carolina quarterback since we've been down that road before. Yep. And But it always seems like as Bears fans, whatever we decide to do, like we, we could trade Justin Fields and he's going to turn into the next Peyton Manning. And we'll draft Caleb Williams, and he'll turn into the next Jamarcus Russell.
0: Right? Seems about right. It seems <laughs> to be the way. We haven't necessarily been nailing the draft. So, <laughs> But that's that's always my – we talked about it before, but when it comes to drafting the quarterback, I, I watch Caleb Williams, and this is why I'm hesitant. I don't see Caleb Williams as this transcendent quarterback that we've never seen before. He doesn't really stand out to a guy that I need to drop everything and make sure – I get this guy in my roster like he's been nice but his cons are a lot of the same cons that justin fields has right now extends plays too long with his legs where he does have a guy open and instead he wants to scramble get out of the pocket and extend it where if he just steps up up into it there's an open man downfield the intangibles the speed running around justin fields that's exactly what he does it just feels like you're getting the same guy that's why i'm hesitant to go ahead and draft caleb williams
2: well, they, the Bears will have a decision to make with, with Fields if they keep him because we only have him for really one more season on Pam. that rookie contract. Yeah. So it's like, well, is he going to be worth $40, 45000000 million a season? Or do you start over with somebody else? Um, but, I I mean, they, they do have a lot of options. I guess that's why I don't get paid to make those decisions. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd be – my gosh, I have a hard time – making just a decision on where I'm going to eat at, mm. let alone these decision that, that affects millions of people. And we're talking millions of dollars. So I don't think I'm built.
1: You would not, even if they, you could have schmooed your way into the job, you wouldn't have lasted very long because I can barely handle it. And there's not <laughs> millions of dollars involved.
2: Yeah. I'd be changing <laughs> my mind. Like I do now, like uh-huh. probably every hour
1: it's excessive.
2: Cause like even, even the thought of drafting, I I'm, I'm also kind of in the camp of like, well, if they take Marvin Harrison Jr., which is the best player in the draft, and they get all this draft capital, and if we if we suck next year, well, guess what? we won four playoff games in 30 years. So what's another year we'll have more draft capital for next year? And, you know, uh, Shadur Sanders came out and said that, He doesn't think anybody in this draft class is better than him, Harrison. So you might as well just wait, pick him next year. But you see
0: uh, some of the mock drafts got (laughs) Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter as the one-two next year. Well, we'll be right up there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) hopefully not, right? This is going to be the year. Well, changes everything. No,
0: no, Nicole, you can't say that because you almost say it disparagingly. (laughs) No, she does. Not
1: disparagingly, but –
2: She doesn't really mean
0: it.
1: No, but there is an amount of pity, and I don't know. I'd rather not be pitied if I were you guys, so (laughs) –
0: Fair enough, fair enough. (laughs) Well, we got Jeff and Nicole live from the Home and Garden Show. Uh, You guys can definitely head down there, meet them there Mm -hmm. live, along with many of the other ticket talent that's going to be down there. Um, What what time does that place close? Do you guys know? It closes at
2: 3 o'clock today. 3
0: o'clock. So 3 o'clock, be sure to head down there. They are live Home and Garden Show. Be sure to check it out. And, again, if you want to join the show, 402-464-5685. you need directions, I'll give them to you. Uh, But, nonetheless, Mm -hmm. we got plenty of things to talk about. I do want to get a little more into the Super Bowl before we go ahead and give the show over straight fitness (laughs) who's your favorite i don't know who's your favorite right now are you thinking 49ers or chiefs Uh, nicole
1: i don't care
0: (laughs) she's gonna be in bed before
1: the end of this game. i might be we'll see
0: i am going
2: to be cheering i don't
1: i don't have a preference i really don't i mean i don't know i have friends that are legitimate chiefs fans so legitimate well like i know they've always been chiefs fans so i don't know i don't really know any 49ers fans
2: uh but we know a couple Daniel Mm -hmm. from 6 a.m. Yankee Ridge is wearing his 49ers Oh, okay. So he's Mm -hmm. a fan there. Mm -hmm. I will be. Oh, yeah, I do remember talking to him about it when we played them. Our entire house will be cheering for the Niners.
1: Yeah, well, okay. Right? Sure. But we will be. Okay.
2: I think for me, too, and for you, too, Harrison, that's just a little jealousy.
0: Oh, for sure. (laughs) It's 100%. The Kansas City Chiefs. I've been to the Kansas City Chiefs game. The fans were fantastic. Yeah. I didn't have any problems with any of the people. The city's nice. Patrick Mahomes seems like a stand-up guy. Yes, yes. But they're just winning too much. <laughs> it's just, all, it's just like the Patriots and Tom Brady. i mean, again four of the last five Super Bowls. You get into that Alabama Dodger. You get into that you're winning too much, and it's starting to get on. It's a little bit envious. That's where I'm at. But, but that's you know, sports the,
2: the interesting thing is as a Nebraska fan. Now, you, you haven't been there before. No. You're, oh, a little, you- <laughs> you're a little too young to understand this. But I have lived in the – I grew up in the 90s. My last two years in high school, Nebraska didn't lose a game. And everybody hated Nebraska in the yes. 90s. yeah. Right? So me with dynasties, I don't mind them. I'm I, because Nebraska was one.
0: Well, you guys arguably had that 95 team is still argued as one of the best college football teams of all time to yeah, date. Yeah. I mean, so, that's a fantastic run to be a part of.
2: And I I typically kind of enjoy watching greatness. Like I loved watching Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I did too. I love watching Tiger Woods on Sunday in majors like I haven't watched a golf event for years. But when Tiger was playing and it was Sunday and he was at the top of leaderboard, that was like must-watch television. Mm -hmm. Got the Sunday red on. Yeah, everybody else is kind of like ho-hum. So I I, kind of like watching greatness. Uh, So watching Mahomes, I mean, yeah, it's frustrating. Just like watching Jordan was frustrating. And I was just listening to the radio earlier this morning and they were talking about all of the – NBA players that Michael Jordan kept from winning an NBA championship, and if you just look at yeah. the list of these Hall of Famers—Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, John Stockton, Carl Malone, Sean Kemp, Gary Payton—I mean, the list goes on and on and on of mm-hmm. who he beat in the finals. It's just, it's just
0: remarkable. That's what happens. It, it just it tends to go that way. You just have those unfortunate years where we saw it, if you were in the NBA and you were alive for the Cavaliers-Warriors era, good right. luck Good luck making it to a finals because you got Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, or you right. got LeBron James in his prime. It's like pick a conference, it's going to be borderline impossible, and then you kind of get to that level of success where everyone starts getting a little bit envious of just constantly being one of the best. But when it does come to the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers, it is interesting because it's definitely a couple of franchised teams. And the 49ers, the only reason I wouldn't pick the 49ers is that experience. Right. With Brock Purdy, does he get frazzled in the big moment? He's shown it in these playoffs that he's been able to overcome late-game situations. He's overcame the fact that when he's down at halftime, he doesn't combust. He's able to bring teams back. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be a really big stage here. And obviously with the Super Bowl, you got longer breaks, more media timeouts, halftime show with Usher. You got to yep. stay focused. Yep. I do wonder if this is the one game where maybe he loses a little bit of focus. Um, are you worried at all that the moment's too big for Brock Purdy?
2: Well, I mean, obviously, yes. He, he's now This is Mahomes' fourth Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's first. It seemed like... You know, watching. But so did he,
1: Mahomes win his first Super Bowl? Yes,
2: he beat the 49ers in his first Super Bowl. Okay. So it's two and one. Only lost to Tom Brady mm-hmm. in the in at, when they were in in Tampa Bay's home. So field. there's that. I was I was a huge. I mean, I thought the 49ers were the best team, but we watched on Christmas night the Ravens went into San Francisco and just dismantled them. I mean, that game wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. They picked off Purdy four times. I mean, it was just really eye opening. And How, really, yeah, since the, then, the Niners haven't been dominant, right? And I know we got we got a Lions fan sitting next to me. You can't see him on the screen, but <laughs> uh, in the NFC title game, I mean, the Lions were all over them, and if it weren't for a couple drop passes at some critical times, the Niners wouldn't be in the Super Bowl. So, and, and I was I, – I didn't really watch a lot of Kansas City games because in our house the kids have the Ravens on all the time. So, really – the AFC Championship, well, the playoffs is the first time I've sat down and watched Kansas City Chiefs games from start to finish, and I didn't realize how good their defensive personnel is. It like they're just not household names. Like mm-hmm. the Niners have household names like Bosa and Fred Warner and and those guys, and and the Chiefs outside of Chris Jones, some of these guys I'd never really heard of, but then when you watch them, they're so good. So I. It, yeah, I, I'm gonna go Kansas City. I'll be cheering for the Niners, but
1: yeah, that was what I was wondering. Yes. What you, yeah, Steve oh, Spangoli's yeah. put
0: on a clinic in terms of defense. The Chiefs' defense, what they're able to do creatively, is where you do get worried a little bit about the coaching. That's where if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pick sides here, Kansas City coaching wise, they still. I mean, four out of five last Super Bowl, Steve spangoli has been putting on a clinic in terms of defense, especially again with the Ravens. Those yep. guys got shut down. Whether you you can argue. The Ravens had a bad game, but still 50% of that credit has to go to the Chiefs just calling the right game plan, throwing Lamar off, throwing the Ravens, one of the best running offenses off. Um, so
2: well, and, I'm still
0: taking 49ers, though. Okay. This is a lot to overcome. I'm going to be incredibly impressed by this Kansas City Chiefs coaching staff if they can find a way to unlock enough offense. Because um, even Christian McCaffrey trying to stop that guy down. Chris Jones, defensively, if you're looking at for as far as the Chiefs go, seems like he's going to have to be – Probably that main guy. Again, right. if we're talking about Brock Purdy, how do you throw him off his game, get him frazzled? Chris Jones seems like he's going to have to be the guy.
2: Yeah, and he had that the Kyle Shanahan factor, too, of his last two previous Super Bowl appearances. One as a head coach in San Francisco, blew a 10-point lead against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and then he had he was the offensive coordinator in the infamous 28-3 to meltdown against the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you passing all the time? Why aren't you running the ball, milking clock? Why is Matt Ryan dropping back, fumbling? It's just, it was just maddening. So maybe he's learned mm-hmm. from his mistakes, but the most important position on the field is the quarterback. Yeah. And, and it's really not even close to experience and, and, you know, the X factor, which is Mahomes. It's just so hard to get him, to sack him. It's just so frustrating as an opposing fan because we were opposing we were opposing fans cheering for the Ravens and those first two drives were like, My gosh, it's third and seven, third and eight, third and nine, they just could not get to him. It's just crazy. Yeah. So yeah, a little jealous of it since our we've had forty quarterbacks in the last thirty years. So you know, <laughs> that's just, just
0: how it goes as a Bears fan. So yeah, and now we're split on him if we should even keep this one or go ahead and get a new one. So it's just <laughs> yeah. kinda of been just kinda been that lifestyle as a Bears fan. But we that, do gotta oh, go absolutely. ahead and get to our first break Mm -hmm. here. What do you guys got coming up ahead here?
2: So we had our uh, five-week testing results, so we want to talk about those and also managing expectations Mm -hmm. when you're starting any type of fitness program out there. So that's what we're going to hit on in the next
0: segment absolutely we'll go ahead and throw it to break here then this is fitness fanatics we got jeff and nicole s-sync host as always they're streaming in live from the home and garden show be sure to go ahead and check that out they close at three so you still got plenty of time to head down there hang out see some of the ticket talent as well as any plenty of other people businesses down there so we'll go ahead throw it to break and when we come back we'll have jeff and nicole on the other side so don't go anywhere fitness fanatics we'll be right back